everyone! Welcome to episode 16 of Movie Date. I am your host, Stacy. And I'm your host, David. And, uh, welcome back! Yeah, you're listening to the Movie Date podcast. Yeah, so get used to it. Yeah, because we're not going anywhere. Because okay? we're not going anywhere, bitch! Okay? <laughs> so, David, uh... What's new? What's popping? Uh, you know, not much. Um, we just got this like awful news about Kobe Bryant, him and his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna. I know. Um, unfortunately passed away in a helicopter crash over Calabasas. Um, this morning. Yeah, this morning. While we were watching the movie, it literally like it just came out on TMZ like two hours ago. Like literally while we're in the process of watching this movie, like... Their whole world like changed, which is awful. Um, so definitely, we just want to say, you know, rest in peace to them. Totally, um, she was thirteen. Thirteen, yeah, definitely. That's fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, we know Kobe had you know some allegations and stuff, but we're not here to sit and talk about anything like that. We're just here to say, you know, rest in peace. Yeah, um, exactly. So yeah, that kind of like started the podcast off on like <laughs> on a, a weird really note. <laughs> like sad note. Um, when we've already kind of been like emotional because we're yeah. kind of drunk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> kind of drunk and i cried <laughs> i cried during this movie that we watched which we'll get into in a little bit oh um, it's yeah. emotional it's really, he's kind of crying right now i just can't hold it in right now okay not when he's been sipping on that scissor we were drinking rosé we drank like a bottle of vanderpump rosé and then we also like just you know made a little shoddy shot up he, we took a shot. We took like two shots, two big shots of tequila. And we put some raspberries in it. Yeah, we like we muddled them up. up. Oh my gosh. It was good. It would turn like a pink color. Kind of fruity, kind of pretty. Yeah. We liked it. And it was like not too bad. Yeah. If you want to see the awesome content, <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at Definitely. Movie Date Podcast and you can see us. See us sipping Est. away. Sorry, I'm a little tipsy. <laughs> But it's been a fun day. We've literally taken all day doing this because we kept talking and talking because we're drunk. We just had so much to say. <laughs> but um, we finally got around to watching our movie. But before we get into that, what's been going on, David? What's new? Uh, not much. <laughs> <laughs> really, not much at all. Um, you know, I haven't really been watching anything about it. Have you? Um, I have been watching, like, my shows that I always keep up with, The Good Place. They just ended. Just ended. I haven't finished yet. Don't spoil anything for me. I'm not even done with season three yet. Oh my gosh. But I'm taking it slow because I always finish things so quickly and then I'm, like, really sad when it's over. So I have to finish that, but I'll probably watch, like, an episode a week. <laughs> just, like, That's how push I it out it. as far yeah. as you can. Jesus. Exactly. And then I've been watching, like, shitty, stupid movies. Um, I watched some movie called Feral, <laughs> which has Scout Taylor Compton. Oh, Scout Compton Taylor <laughs> yes. with all her drama. Have yeah. you heard about it? I haven't. She... What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea what she's been through. Um, no, like, she was in Rob Zombie's Halloween as, like, the new, like, Laurie Strode. <sighs> Um, but she like during the time that that was coming out, she had this whole like controversy because she went missing for a couple weeks. Like MySpace was blowing Maybe up. Like have you girl. seen her? The bulletins were like 
every single person I knew was like, have you seen Scout Compton Taylor? Um, Yeah, so they found her after a couple weeks. What was she up to? She's doing her thing, you know, <laughs> just like living her best <laughs> life. Drama. She just like needed to get away for a little bit, and like I understand that completely. No, I, I do, I do. Whenever you're like an up and coming star, and you need to just get away for a second. Yeah, and like the hype was on her at that point because Halloween was a big deal for her. It really was. It was a big movie at the time, um, and it was kind of good. You know, I liked it. It was um, definitely a different take on Halloween. A lot of people have issues with it, but. Little. I think a lot of people have issues with the second one more so than the first one. The first one, I think that they liked kind of to an extent. A lot of people hate or like the second don't one get just the like went off. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that's definitely Rob Zombie's style. Yeah, him including like his wife as like Michael Myers' mother. It was just like a lot of weird stuff going on. Yeah, it was definitely like I'm Rob Zombie and I'm gonna make this fucking gross. He did his thing. <laughs> but young Stacy loved it. Yeah, I love the original, or not the original, the remake of Halloween that he did. Um, that scene where she's like running through the streets, like screaming for help. Like, I felt that, like, in my chest. I was like, oh my gosh, help her! Somebody help that girl! Help Scout Compton Taylor! Yeah, even though she's dramatic. <laughs> she is so dramatic. Anyways, so, what but about yeah, you? Just... What have you been watching? Because I know there's something. Oh, well, we like. Okay, so I haven't gotten the chance to really watch anything besides Real Housewives because I'll be damned if I don't watch the new episode of the Real Housewives every week. So, New Jersey, check. Atlanta, check. Vanderpump Rules, check. They've all been watched. Um, but, yeah, we've had some controversy this week with Tamara and Vicky leaving Real yeah. Housewives of Orange County. Vicky, after 14 years, she started it in 2006. They call her the OG of the OC. Damn. Um, and it's it's kind of terrible. They like pushed her out, right? Yeah. She should have never backed out. I wish that they wouldn't have, but her and Tamara both were off the show and they've really been just, you know, pillars to that show, like just those like centerpieces. I'm interested to see like where they're going to take it, like as far as Kelly Dodd, like she's gonna definitely going to be ruling it. Um, is that the one that is in the new Halloween coming up? No, that's Kyle Richards that's Kyle, from Beverly Kyle, Hills. Oh, uh, you'll get associated. You'll get, I'm going to have to figure You'll it get out. enriched in the Real Housewives world if you hang around with you for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've just haven't really been watching much. I watched the weekend's video for Heartless and then Blinding Lights. Yeah, we watched which, this earlier. Great. Those yeah. are badass. He is just, there's something about him that is just very raw and sad, mm. you know, um, more so whenever he first started than right now in his career. Now it's kind of like he can talk about like, you know, the designer drugs and stuff that he's doing now. Whereas, like, before, he talked about, like, just the struggle of everything. Now he's kind of, like, made it past the struggle, and so he's just, like... Now he's got money for, like, cocaine. He's enjoying himself, <laughs> yeah. which is what these pa these two songs, like, pretty much say. So, yeah. I like them. They were really good. Definitely check them out. They definitely, you know, call back to a couple of films. Joker. They call back to Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Totally. That's what I get. I get that vibe big time. Um, and he is just... It seems like he can act. He's cute. He's I love cute. him. He's really cute. And um, he definitely, you know, 
I was interested in his character that he was yeah. playing. I don't know, maybe because it kind of resembles him, like, as a person. And I just know him, like, intimately because we dated for years. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he just has been somebody in my life for a long time. I want to know why <laughs> you dated him for years, but I never once met him. We just, like, kept it on the DL. <laughs> what the fuck? What the? What the? Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) The squeaky ass chair I'm sitting in. Okay. Anyways. So yeah, we watched that and it was fun. We liked it. it. Abel's a great actor, but we watched something really exciting this week. Yeah. So if you were listening to last week's episode and you listened all the way to the end, you knew what was coming. You knew it. You knew it and you were scared. And you because were excited. The movie that we covered this week is, was, and will always be <laughs> searching in 2018. Yes. <laughs> um, starring John Cho, who is Harold and Kumar. You know him. You know him. I was gonna say like really cute. He is really cute. <laughs> he is cute. really cute in this movie. Um, but yeah, you know him from Harold and Kumar. You know him. I think he was on. He's been in a few things, of course. God, how many other things? See, I don't know. I can name like 14 different things. Yeah, I think like 17 different things. I can actually name 43 different things. Did you date him too? I also, yeah, I dated him, (laughs) but not as long as I dated The Weeknd for. Oh, okay. Me and The Weeknd dated for like years. Did you call The Weeknd The Weeknd when you were dating him? Yeah, I called him, yeah. Well, only on The Weeknd. I called him The Weekday during the, like, weekday, like, Monday through Friday. What the fuck are you talking about? Why would I call him The Weeknd during the week? My jaw hurts from smiling. You're being crazy right now. You better stop it. <laughs> She's like crying across from me right now. <laughs> tears. Oh, and you know what? You want to hear something really funny? What? The tears are like red. She's crying blood right now. <laughs> this fucking bitch right here. Here we go. They're called crocodile tears, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and now her head is turning. My head's spinning and... Just no. call me Reagan. Oh my god, stop. But we're but John Cho, we know him. He was Harold and Kumar. He was in Star Trek. What else was he in? He's been in a bunch of other stuff. No. He's been in a bunch of other things. <laughs> um But yeah. Um Deborah Messing. Deborah Messing, which you know her Grace. Is Grace. And all the other fucking shit she's done. She's very political on Twitter, so is I definitely she? recommend checking that out. To the left or the right? Um, definitely the left, but she likes to fight with people on the left, I'll say that. Interesting. Very interesting. And Joseph Lee, I'm guessing Joseph Lee is who played the brother? Yes, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin Kim. Uh, yeah, Kevin Kim. So, um, John Cho plays David Kim, Deborah Messing plays Detective Vic, and Joseph Lee plays Kevin Kim. And I don't know who plays the daughter. She doesn't really have that big of a part. Yeah, it's honestly not that big. It like revolves around her. As in like filmed content, there's like a couple of videos like here and there, which is kind of like scary to think about. Um, If you do lose somebody, you kind of lose everything about them. All you have is like these little scattered videos here and there just showing off little bits of their personality. Um, But yeah, we're crazy movie. It's just... It's a good horror movie. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it from the beginning. It's a very interesting movie. It's, it's filmed very like different than 
not very different, completely different than any other movie I've ever watched. Um, because like the interface is kind of a computer screen. Yep. So you are on FaceTime, you are on iMessage, you're on Gmail, like you're on you're all on, the like, different apps. The front like page or like the open screen of like a MacBook and you're like And the, you're in newscast Tumblr. from YouTube. Yeah, exactly. And so very it's just strange. Very strange way of being filmed, but very interesting and way I of being filmed. And I didn't think that I would like it. I remember thinking, I'm not going to enjoy this because... You thought it was going to be cheesy. ...of how it's alternatively filmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it would be cheesy, or I thought it would be like weird, or I just didn't think I'd enjoy it. Yeah. Because a lot of ways that social media is portrayed in films nowadays is like not how, how it, actually it actually is. is. Yeah. And I thought maybe that's what was going to go down, but this is probably the most real that social media and the internet has been portrayed on film. Yeah, they did a really good job with it. it. There's like little bits here and there that like really caught my eye, which we'll get into. Yeah, I enjoyed Um, it thoroughly. But yeah, so this film is by director and he also wrote it, I saw from the end credits. His name is Anish Shiganti. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... He has one other movie coming out this year and that's literally his whole repertoire. And the movie is called Run. Um, Sarah Paulson's in it. I love Sarah Paulson. And I don't know much else about it. She's amazing. I love her too. <laughs> I just love her so much. Me too. Her and her fucking crazy ass scream, like that comes from like the bottoms of her gut, like. I know, like you think of American Horror Story cult, and whenever did you watch that season? Oh my god, yeah. Whenever Trump gets elected and she just screams. Well, that was like whatever, but the one <laughs> I was talking about was like during season two of like Asylum. Yes. When he says he got the girlfriend or whatever, spoilers. Um, <laughs> he's got her like girl or whatever, and she's down there with her, and she's like, "Don't worry, you don't have to like." She's not gonna bite. I took all her teeth out. <sighs> And she, like, lets out this, like, guttural scream, like, from, oh, my She's gosh. a fucking actress. She is kind of that chick. She's, she's kind of that bitch. She's a lesbian, too. <laughs> I love her. Love that. And she's her dating, girlfriend like, is, like, Holland the hottest, Taylor, like, older is. woman. She's, like, 78. She was in Legally she's Blonde. She's 78? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I'm even just know. kidding. She's like 78. Um, no. She's yeah, like, it's the teacher from Legally Blonde. Legally, she's been, oh my gosh, so much more than that. I'm like know, discrediting yeah, exactly. her right now, but that's what I always knew her I from. love her though. Um, but yeah, this was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, he directed that as well, and he's not really known for much else, but this is kind of his debut film, and it's sitting at like 7.6 on IMDb. It's yeah, doing it's well. It. It's, it's really killing good. it. Like, people love this movie, and I really enjoyed it too. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad you liked it too. It was so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the credits come on, yeah. um, the opening credits. It's a Screen Gems movie, which they've done a bunch of different movies. They've done Mothman Prophecies. They've done like. Resident Evil, they've done fucking Underworld, they've done You Got Served, they've done a million different movies. You Got Served? You Got Served! (laughs) Hostile, When a Stranger Calls, Stomp the Yard, just like banger after banger. I literally just watched When a Stranger Calls with Maria the other day. Did you really? So good. So funny. Such a good movie. Um, Original, and the remake was fun too. The remake is what I watched. Oh, really? Yeah. Jill? Yeah, it was so (laughs) stupid, but it's fun. Um, So, yeah, we get. Um, this movie from Screen Gems. 
Um, so we got the background of the computer, which so we explained earlier is how the entire movie is set up. A Microsoft computer. Mm-hmm. Um, John Cho pops up on screen. Mm-hmm. So basically, it just kind of just goes over um, their entire lives and kind of like the history of the internet a little bit. Um, so I'm guessing she was probably born in like 2000. Yeah. Wait, 2000? You think? You think it was later? I oh, no, thought just from addicting she... games and stuff, like that, that was like 2004-ish. And she was yeah. like kindergarten age there. So yeah, she's probably like born like And she's maybe like 15, 16 whenever it's current day. Yeah. Okay, so she's like 2004 and it's filmed 2008. Well, it's present day. Yeah, and it just shows, you know, the different files that have been saved. The kindergarten, first days, um, piano lessons, um, and it shows their like histories and stuff. And it also shows like the growth of the internet. Of course. <laughs> Fucking Do you want to take it? I mean, let me talk to him for just two seconds. Okay. Hello? <laughs> I know, Jake. I just told you. Like, we're talking about... We're on the podcast right now. Yeah, it was crazy. Isn't that sad? Isn't that sad? I've always been a big, like, Lakers fan. Jake. Who is that? Stacy. Show what me it? him. Hey. Hey. <laughs> did you dye your hair? Yeah, did you not know that? Did you watch my video yet? I did watch your video. Did you, are you going blonde, or are you just going to stay, like, brown? Okay. I'm only going to go blonde. Cute. Um, where were we at last? I'm sorry. It's showing them, like, growing up and the internet also growing. And then we haven't gotten yet to the Oh, long. so, yeah, the internet is, like, growing a little bit by a little bit. We see, like, the games. beginning of YouTube to, like, now YouTube and, like, yeah. how it started. And- Just, you know, little changes here and there. Um, and we also see, like, Google searches, um, looking up things like lymphoma, um, low platelet counts, things like that. And we and come we to find them. out that the person is looking because they've got cancer. Mm-hmm. The um, mom has been diagnosed with lymphoma. Yeah, so the mom has cancer, which is awful. And um, it kind of shows her, like, decline, but she goes into remission for a second, and they have some hope, and they do, like, a little workout program where they run together, and they try to, like, stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And she eventually just kind of, like, wears down and wears down yeah a little bit by little bit which was like uh, oh my god heart wrenching i know and david this is where david cried i cried i was like i didn't like i was like <laughs> i was like boohooing there were like, some tears streaming i definitely my eyes welled up i saw the tears down your cheeks I, my eyes welled up and they like came down afterwards <laughs> but it was like only like three tears <laughs> okay. but still it was like really sad um Especially, like, the scene where it was, like, she wrote down, like, mom comes home on, like, this day. And then, like, she, like, moves it to, like, a date, like, further down on the calendar. And then she takes it off completely. And deletes it. Deletes it. And her mom passes. Mom passes. Oh, my gosh. The tears. So, Um, her mom has passed, and now it's her and her dad. And she's probably, like, 15 or 16. And it starts with the dad calling her and the girl's at like a uh, study session Mm -hmm. and he's like, hey, did you forget something? And she's like, what dad, blah, blah. And he's like, like, what? No. 
And he shows her like the trash can that she forgot to take the trash out. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. And he's like, don't forget again. He's kind of mad at her, but he loves her so much. So he's not that mad at her, but he's yeah. like, kind of trying to be like, don't forget. These are your chores and these are important. And then he's like, how long is the study group going to last? And she's like, it's going to be an all nighter. It's going to be an all nighter. And he's like, all right, well, I'll see you in the morning and love you and all that jazz. She goes to bed or he goes to bed. Then he receives a FaceTime and two phone calls from her, but he sleeps through it. Doesn't answer. And the next morning comes, he realizes that he's missed these calls. Yeah, he's just going about business, like, like eating some toast. toast, yeah. And she doesn't pick up. And he's like, okay, well, she's probably at school, I guess. When we see, like, on the interface, like, just his interactions with other people. So we have, like, him talking to this girl named Hannah, talking about him going out having drinks. So he's kind of dating. Yeah, so he's, like, obviously going out there. Um, He's, like, watching old videos on the, uh, like, on, like, through his files. He watches a video of, like, Margot and the mother, like, cooking gumbo. Um, hmm. he gets really sad and he like deletes it or he like hides it cause he just doesn't want to watch it anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he like wakes up and he can't get in touch with her from like the next time that we see him from 701, whenever he like first initially like called her is at 327 the night, like that day. Still can't get a hold of her. And he doesn't think anything of it until he's, like, going over, like, their message. And he sees, like, the picture that he had sent to her. Because she had forgotten earlier again, like, to take the trash out. So he sent her a picture, like, I need you to take care of this when you get home. And he looks at that picture again later on and he sees, like, her laptop still in the picture. So she didn't leave for school. Mm. So like, why would you go to school without your laptop? He sends her, hello, Margot, are you upset? Since when do you not text at school? And why did you leave your laptop at home? Yeah. He texts her all of this stuff, no answer. So he's like, and then he like thinks about it for a second. He's like, wait a minute. It's Friday. Like, she's not going to call me right now. She's got her piano lessons. He's like, oh, thank God. Um, so he like calls up her piano teacher. Like she answers the phone. She's like, hello? Like, can I help you? And he's like, hey, you're with my daughter. Um, can you put her on the phone? Can I talk to her? And, and she's like, Mr. Kim, I, I'm sorry, but your daughter canceled her lesson six months ago. Like, over six months ago. He's like, what? He's like, excuse me, I've been giving her $100 a week to, like, keep up her lessons. Yeah, to go every week, because it's like, yeah, we saw her flyers earlier. Um, so, he's curious. He's like, what? What's going on here? Um, he starts going through her social media. And then uh, his brother calls him. Mm-hmm. And his brother is sitting there, he's like cooking this kimchi gumbo that is Pam, who is the mother who passed away, her old recipe. And he's like, hey, I'm making this recipe and I can't remember what else goes in it. Oh, yeah. And he's got him on like FaceTime or whatever. And he's like, he's got a uh, little canister in front. Yeah, so it's like all the ingredients, but then there's like a canister by the stove. There's some stuff in it, and the brother, uh, David, is like, well, I don't think weed's in it. <laughs> Which is what it is, there's weed in like this little container. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, let me put that away real quick. So he goes, puts it away, whatever. We don't think anything of it. Um, but yeah. And then um, he's like, well, if anyone, he's like, have you talked to Margot? He's like, no, I haven't. Why don't you get in touch with her friends? And he's like... 
I don't really know. Yeah, he keeps on like it. going back on what he wants to say, like because the what he what well the truth is is that he doesn't know her friends. Yeah. He doesn't know too much about her, um, but he wants to say it in like the best way possible. Like, he doesn't want to be seen I don't as keep a father. Track with her friends, yeah. Who doesn't like? Who isn't involved in his daughter's life? But yeah. it's obvious that since the mother has passed, there's kind of been like a distancing. Yeah, just like not attention, but just like a separation between the two. Yeah. Um. So he like relies on the only thing that he has, which is his wife's old like directory of like friends and people that like Margot knew while they were growing up. Um. So he gets in touch with this guy named Isaac Blankenship or something, um, whose mother talks to him and was like, oh, the kids went to, you know, Black Bear or something. The mountains, yeah. They went to the mountains. They're doing their and thing. They probably just there. don't have reception and that's where she is. Apparently she was supposed to go and he's like, oh, okay. So he's like, he feels a little bit better. He's like, all right, like, all right, cool. I understand that. But he's pissed because yeah. she didn't like talk to him about it, tell him what was going on. She's also been hiding the money Hiding the, yeah. So he... Messages this whole long message, but decides to delete it right before. And he's like, just call me when you get reception. Mm-hmm. Um, so Isaac calls back to Mr. Cam David and is like, hey, I don't know if my mom told you, but like, Margo never showed up. Margo wasn't on the trip with us. So now that's like, fuck, where is she? What mm-hmm. the fuck? Um, so he calls up to 911, you know, the sheriff's department. And he's assigned an agent. He reports Res- a missing person. Yeah. And a detective will be assigned to his case file. 911, what's your emergency? Hi, I'm calling about a possible... I, I'm calling to report a missing person. Okay, who is this regarding? Uh, my daughter. I know I should have called sooner. I just thought that... That's okay, sir. Yeah. The first thing we need to do is file a report. After that, I'll put out a call to a detective in the area who will be in touch with you. Now let's start with her name. Uh, Margot Kim. M-A-R-G-O-T. Kim. K-I-M. Who we find out is this woman named Rosemary Vick, who's played by Deborah Messing. Yeah, and she's like rehabilitated like ex-cons like into like the workforce again. He's checked out all of her like like, Google. Yeah, Yeah, he's checked her out on Google. She's reputable. Yeah. She has a son. She's a mother. She, like, understands the grief that comes along with, like, losing a kid. Like, she knows that it must be fucking hard, so she's going to do everything she can to help. Yeah, so he's, like, cool with it, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to start doing a little bit of my own research. And so he pretty much starts, like, to create, like, a little database or, like, a directory of everybody Margot knew and, like, when the last time that they saw her was, pretty much. Yeah. So he Um, calls all these different people. He starts going over social media, which is sad, like... Because when he starts going over, it's like, she's not really in any pictures with anybody or hanging out. She's like... She eats lunch by herself. She's in the background. She's yeah. kind of a loner. She's kind of, I don't know, like, not she like a loser, but... yeah. And when he calls the girl from the, um, the from girl study from group. the study group, he's like, were you friends with her? What's going on? And she's like... I mean, I didn't really know her. And he's like, well, then why did you invite her into the study group? And she's like, I want to get into Yale or something. Mm. She like says something like, I want to get into this school and she's fucking smart. So that's why. So basically like, it's all kind of like, there's no true friendship. 
Yeah, and that's what he finds out as he goes through all of her different social medias and stuff is that she really doesn't have a friend anywhere as far as, like, you know, social media or real life. Or real life. Yeah, so um, we get a traffic cam that shows, like, where she was, like, last seen. Um, which was at like a gas station like turning like after she filled up her tank she like turns onto this road that leads to what's it called lake something lake barbosa or something yeah, barbosa. like that and that's the last time she was seen and barbosa that road leads out of town so this whole time detective vic is kind of like giving this information to him as he is also doing his own searching and blah, blah, blah. He decides, oh, we need to talk about the money. Oh, yeah. Um, so she, like, sent $2,500 to an account that has now been deactivated. On Venmo. On Venmo, yeah. Um, she, it's the money that she's been putting on, at, into her account every month from the piano lessons. And she sent it to an anonymous account. Detective Vic says we've searched this account and we've realized that it belongs to her it's her account she sent it to herself it looks like she ran away we need to start considering the possibility that she ran away mm-hmm. he's like why would she do this i know my daughter like this isn't like her and she's like we need to just like come to terms with this and he's he he's can't accept it yeah. he cannot accept it He's still going over her social medias, and he finds, like, there's this one profile that keeps on, like, fucking with her online a little bit. Just kind of, like, bullying a little bit. Um, yeah, so comments. Oh, yeah. So, Derek. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of just, like, every post she makes, he's, like, hot. Like, mm-hmm. like, that water emoji that looks like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That looks like cum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could just say it, Stacey. <laughs> People, they put like a eggplant next mm-hmm. to water. It's like, yeah, like you're hot. Whatever. I want to see more. So he's like, it's got to be this fucking kid. Yeah. So he basically like downloads like this program to where he can get a cell phone number, gives him a call. <laughs> and the yeah. kid's like, the kid's like, you're not going to find me. I didn't, I didn't, I don't have to tell you where I was. All this other like bullshit. Come to find out, okay, was that like at a Justin Bieber concert? Okay. <laughs> he literally puts down Bieber concert. And that confirmed. was it. Confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. And like, that's it. It's funny. Um, that's one of like the few funny like moments in the movie. Um, so we find out that uh, Margo has a fake ID. Um, Detective her... Vic. Yeah, Detective out. Vic comes and finds out that Margo has like a fake ID for a girl named Rachel June. Um, they talk about how Margo might have run away. This is when he starts oh, to so search. Oh, so this is when he starts to go UCAS. on her computer. Yeah, he starts to go over UCast, which is kind of like a YouTube slash Chatterbait slash... Just like live cast of... Oh my God, I keep on saying chat. I don't mean Chatterbait. I mean, oh my God. I mean chat roulette. Chatterbait's like where you go on there and you pay money to watch them fuck. I'm so fucking stupid. Anyway, chat roulette. Chat roulette. <laughs> That's shit we used to do when we were 13 and we wanted to like talk to people. Yeah, thanks for like correcting me. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so now we're like going over her UCAST now page. Yeah. She's not really like that popular on this. <laughs> she's, she's kind of like us on Twitter right now. Literally. Ah, the shade of it all. Um, 
Which if you don't, follow us on Twitter at Please. The Movie Date Pod. <laughs> Now's your chance, because uh, we would really love if you followed us. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so basically, he starts alive and somebody like logs onto it. I mean, and fish and chips. Um, yeah, fish and, and chips. Immediately clucks out. And so you're like, who is this profile? Um, he goes into her saved shows, watches all of her old videos, and she's just, you know, a basic girl, just like doing her thing, living life. She's like, here's my photography. It's like the most basic. <laughs> it's sweet. <laughs> it is sweet. It's sweet. It's sweet. Like you're a 15 year old girl and you like, I want to get into photography. You're taking pictures on your phone kind of mm-hmm. level. It's like not that good, but yeah. she's like, I took this in the forest. I took this at the lake. <laughs> just like... She's just, a normal ass girl. And throughout these different videos, we're seeing that this fish and chips profile is getting a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more Always aggressive. Always on there. Like, talking to her, like, what's your favorite Pokemon? Why? Talking more about personal life. Like, yeah, yeah. I work I work a full-time job. I also go to school on top of that. And she's like, oh my God, that's, that's so much. And he's like, yeah, well, my mom's got cancer, so... Well, she, yeah. she's like, yeah. Yeah, well, because the girl, the avatar that they use is of this girl... Um, this like redhead girl. This like beautiful redhead girl who and so I'm kinda like, alright, is there like a little like lesbian like, like a little twist to this movie? Going on? Let's be honest. Um And um she's like, Yeah, my mom has cancer, fuck cancer, but I have to work to like pay for her treatments and stuff. And that kind of hits her close to home because you know her mom died of cancer. Yeah. So So I mean basically what we got from this is that I wrote down this woman is a predator because you find out that she's 20 years old and she's like a waitress from like Philadelphia or something. And I'm like, why is this 20 year old like talking to this 15 year old? Why are you I felt so very uncomfortable with that at the scene. Yeah. Um, oh, and so he brings up this person to the, de- he brings the, this fish and chips profile up to the detective, Detective Vic, who doesn't think like that it would pan out. There's just, no, there's just something like, that doesn't seem like possible is what she's basically saying he won't he won't take that we need to like consider running away as a as a plausible explanation. as a plausible explanation he's like that's not what happened i'm gonna keep searching keep searching mm-hmm. keep searching he basically keeps watching her videos and sees that she keeps frequenting this place she refers to it as the best place in the world to do nothing to do nothing and so he gets his happy ass up. It's three forty-five in the morning, and he is like, "Let me go check this place out for her." Yeah. Just you know, just on it's the way. right off the road that she turned it's off. Four of point, yeah, the four last place miles, she was yeah. the scene at, and he's like, "I'm gonna go check this out. Why wouldn't the police check this out?" And he goes so, there, and he finds her keys. He finds her keys and her keychain, the Pokemon keychain that she showed on video when Fish and Chips asked her about her favorite Pokemon. Yeah. So he finds her keys. Where are you? You told me she ran away, Vic. Are are you at the lake? You told me she ran away. Okay, I'm heading there right now. Robert, honey, just just go back to sleep, okay? Okay, I need you to stay calm, all right? We're going to figure this out together. And they eventually find out that her car... Is in the lake. Is in the lake. Like submerged in the lake. So the police are on the scene now. Detective Vic is making like 
Yeah, it's really a cool statement. how like the scene was because it was laid out like a YouTube video of like a like breaking news newscast. Yeah. And so it was like it was started out as like a full screen one and then it went down into like the minimized view of it. Um so it was just it was really cool like the way that the direct, director went about that. Um and like the dad has like a blanket wrapped around him because it's so fucking cold out. <laughs> and at this point they say that it's been 4 days in the in the investigation since she's been missing. Since she's been missing. Um, and it's cause they had a couple of like, the first couple of days were kind of off because it was raining. Yeah. So, so they did, they had a couple of days where they missed searching for her because there was a bad storm. Yeah. Whenever they first got everybody together, like she's missing. It was like two days later. It was like, that was the only time that they were able to get out and actually like get into finding like stuff in the woods. Yeah. Um, so they go in the car, they find the $2,500, um, a little bit of blood. A little bit of blood. And it has blown up, you know. It's now on Facebook, Twitter. It's a trending topic. It's, you know, five tweets, 100 retweets, 1,000 retweets. Um, and this is also something that I thought was really cool. Is like, you saw, like, little things of, like, people putting their comments out there. Like, the dad did it. This person did it. This happened. This All these, happened. like, subreddits of, like, 25 reasons why the dad would want the daughter gone. Yeah. And, like, why the dad did it. And, like, all these different things that always pop up whenever shit like this goes down. And it was just like, damn, like, that does happen, like, every single time. That's sad. And it was sad to think about because it, it was like, he we, had nothing to do with it. We know this dad had nothing to do yeah. with it. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's awful. So, oh, Derek talks shit. He like is one of the people on there. Like he's one of the trolls, and he's all like, "Hey, she's alive. She's, she's with me. She's with me. I'm with her pimp or some shit like that." So he finds Derek. He's just being a little bitch. He breaks his fucking jaw. Which good, go for it. Yeah, he's like, "Where the fuck is my daughter?" And he, there's like a video of them at the movie theater yeah. that goes viral. He continues going down like that rabbit hole of just like the case, and ends up on Reddit, watches the different theories. Um, and in one of the videos, he notices that there's a jacket in her car that isn't normally there. That wouldn't, that's like a hockey team. And she's like not a hockey the player Finns or anything. Or something yeah. like that. He goes through her like friends list and he sees that the picture of this person, he's wearing a Finns jersey. Remember? He goes through the Facebook friends. And it pops up on him, and he sees that he's wearing a Finn's jersey, and he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so he, like, starts getting, like, a little curious, and he starts going through their messages. And oh, guess who the fuck it is? My God. And, like, you start going through his messages with her, and it is just, like... It's like, do you think that, like, my dad would be so upset if he knew... And this is weird. And he's are like, Are you okay with this? Are you okay with this? And like, just weird, There's ambiguous, like strange, fucking weird ass messages. Stacey, I wrote down, she fucks the brother. Oh, ah! uh, what? So she's fucking her uncle? Uh, incest? What's going on oh here? Oh my god, I know. It, got, it gets really crazy for a second. The brother is the guy with the Finn's jacket. Yeah. So what the fuck? So it shows, it shows David like searching like, hardware store technology shit and he like the next scene is him like installing cameras in the brother's house and then he starts a feed to the house that he titles proof because he's gonna get this confession he's like he knows that something is off here something in the milk ain't clean so (laughs) he like 
he starts to question him. What what did you do with my daughter? What yeah. did you guys some type of relationship did you guys have? And he's like, What do you mean, man? And he's like he starts reading the messages off to him. He's like, This is weird. I feel weird about this. Like just reading the yeah. text and then the brother, like, you can see his face on camera, his eyes widen, and he's like, Oh shit. Yeah, he's like, Here we fucking go. Um, he's like, Bro, I can explain everything. He's like, what the fuck did you do to my daughter? He starts throwing his ass around. I'm like, kill him. He throws him around the fucking kitchen. Starts choking him out. And he's like, eventually just yells, weed. Weed. I sold her weed. Who's that? Work. Oh, yeah. Uh... What have they been saying to you this whole time? Going back to the previous question, when's the last time you saw her? Dude, I can barely remember. But you know what, let's, let's get our minds off of this for a sec, huh? I feel like we're just gonna drive each other crazy talking about it. Hey, is your tea okay? You still want that coffee? Last night was fun. What was that? I feel so weird doing this. Don't tell your father. He'd kill me. Seriously, he'd murder me. And then seven different times. See you tonight. What'd you do to my daughter? What'd you do to my daughter? She's sad. She wants like to get her mind off things. I mean, I probably started smoking weed when I was like 15. Yeah, like so you're like, oh fuck. Okay. Thank God. Thank, yeah, thank fucking God, because it like really got weird for me. I was so scared that it was the brother. So scared it was the brother. My mouth was like open. I know. Time. He was like, ah. <laughs> so so we just get selling a, him weed still. So bad. while they're in the middle of this, he's getting calls and texts from the detective. He's like. We got Urgent, him. call me. We got him. And so he gets back in touch with the detective who lets him know that they found a video online of somebody confessing to the murder of his daughter and who has killed it himself. Committing suicide. Shot himself, died. So he like has a breakdown. I feel so bad for him. Um, and he like, yeah, he like crumbles up on the floor and then we see the video of the man and he... Is like, I'm sorry, I thought this would be easier, but I can't hide this anymore. Basically a confession. And yeah, it's broadcasted all over the whole 
all over all the news. And then the emails for Memorial One start coming in. Yeah, Margo's like presumed dead at this point, so emails start showing up from this like... Like, let's start a memorial. Online memorial site, yeah. Upload your photos here and let's like get a funeral started because we need to... Even though there's no body, we need to like move on. And he starts like... He goes on it, or he like whenever it, before because they had messaged him before. He's like, "She's not dead." Yeah, leave me the fuck alone. She's not dead. And so the next time that they message him, and he got this news, he like goes to upload kind of like a virtual like memory log or whatever videos of him and Margot. Margot just as like a kid, and he like whenever he posts them online he realizes that the girl in the stock image that the website is using is fish and chips yeah so the 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 stock image for the memorial one website is a woman holding a bouquet of flowers and it's a redhead girl smiling and he's like wait i've seen that face before and then he like pulls up the UCAS thing and pulls up the picture of fish and chips, and it's the same redhead smiling. And he's like, what the fuck? What the actual fuck? What the... Wait, what? <laughs> and so he basically, like, reverse image searches on Google this girl's picture. And it pulls up, like, a million other random, like, stock, stock photos. photos. And so at this point, like, in your head, you're like, oh, it's not her. Yeah. This is some random fucking creep out there who uses this girl's pictures to get into this girl's life to disrupt it somehow. Yep. Um, finds her phone number though. Yeah, that, that's what I thought was crazy is that he was able to find her phone number. But he also had purchased, you know, the yeah, like phone uh, number search thing earlier. Yeah, like he's he's going like all out. He he purchased like the like I don't even know what it's called. Basically, though, you can like hack into anything and like find anything because he paid like fifty dollars. Well, yeah, you can get it pretty much get anybody's information off of Google as yeah. long as you have enough money. Um, so he calls her. He calls her, gets information for her, lets her know that somebody's like catfishing her or as her. Yeah. And, no, well, basically he, at first he's like, what did, what did you tell Detective Vic? Oh yeah, yeah. Because Detective Vic had said before that she had already gotten in touch with Fish and Chips and the alibi plays out that she was working the night of the murders or the night of the supposed murder. And he's like, why did you lie to her, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, who the fuck is Detective Vic? Like, what are you talking about? I've never had anybody contact me about anything. I've never had police call me about anything. I don't so know who Fish like, and Chips is. He's like, what? I'm just an actress. Like, do you want my agent's number? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And he's like, what? So he, he gets really confused. And he decides to keep searching on his own. So it's like the next day, right? Where So it's day five. And the detective is like, they're like on their way to the memorial that's like set in place. Like there's a vigil, his, his brother's like contacting him like, hey dude, you're late. The vigil's about to start, blah, blah, blah. When they're on the way to the vigil, 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 not visual, um, Detective Kim, like, or, oh my god, I just called Detective. Oh, David Kim. David Kim. Well, okay, so at this point, we have to we have to kind of pick up where, because it kind of, she tells the rest of the story, you know what I mean? Mm. So at this point, he realizes something's weird. He realizes that he calls the police, and he says, 
I feel like something's wrong, blah, 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 blah. And the, the, detect- the police officer is like, I'm so sorry about your daughter. It's amazing that Detective Kim volunteered to be like a part of, part of your case. Up, yeah. step up and like take on your case. And he's like, no, I thought that she was appointed to my case. And he's like, and she's like, no, she volunteered. She wanted to help. He's like, no, she was assigned. He's like, no, she volunteered. And he's like, well, that's weird. And so he starts researching her again, like a little bit. He like, he already checked her out a little bit more in the beginning, but he starts going over the other stuff a little bit again. Um, And he gets, he pulls back up the picture of her with the ex-convicts. Where they, she kind of rehabilitated them. And to the left of her in one of the photos is the guy that shot himself. The guy that supposedly made the confession and killed himself on camera. Yeah. And he's like, So you're like, what? What? So he feels like something is fucking wrong. So he contacts the police. And the next scene is him showing up at the vigil. On the live stream for like On the live stream with the memorial. And then the police coming in and like talking to her and taking her away. Next scene is basically the rest of the movie is told through the eyes of Deborah Messing. And she, she's like in an orange jumpsuit and she's like kind of telling her confession. And she pretty much just lays it out there that, you know, it was an accident. Her son called her up one night out of the blue and was like, Mom, you know, I just pushed a girl by accident. Yeah, so her son turns out to be fish and chips. Yeah, so her son has had a crush on this girl since they were in elementary, since they were in like middle school or whatever. Um, and so he started stalking her profiles and because of the fact that he was like kind of like a weird like kid like you know how it is whenever you're like a teenager everybody's kind of weird and you kind of like feel just like awkward um so he started catfishing her a little bit as fish and chips um so he gave her this whole like sad story about all of his like back like life and stuff um so she you know she appreciated somebody, you know, giving her attention and talking to her during this time that she's just been going through it. She sends the money to him. Yeah. She sends $2,500. Um, and he starts feeling guilty about it. he feels awful about it. He's like, you know what? I got to tell her. Like, I got to give it back to her. And so basically he follows her out to her favorite spot. He sees her at the gas station, follows her out to her favorite spot and while she's there he's like, hey, listen. He gets into the car. Yeah, he just gets into the car. Which is automatically scary. Get the fuck out of my car, motherfucker. So she freaks out immediately and starts hitting and punching and running. And it eventually ends with her being pushed off the side of a mountain. (laughs) Down 50 feet. 50 feet. (laughs) With like a jagged like bottom. I was like, Jesus. (laughs) So Margot, I guess, was killed by Detective Vic's son. And she will do anything for her son. She'll do anything for her son. Which like, I mean, I get it. Like, But I, this twist really when i first watched this movie like came out of nowhere for me i was shocked i had but no at the same idea time, it was kind of like well i couldn't know it yeah. you know unless like maybe i need to rewatch it again and like there'd be little things i could tell like here and there um but i've never seen this movie before yeah. and so like, the first, first watch is like in. the best watch i feel like i maybe need to watch rewatch it like one more time maybe, to, like, maybe appreciate it a little bit more and pick up a little bit more that i didn't pick up from last time but yeah um so yeah, the movie pretty much ends with her fucking dork son crying. He's like pretty much arrested. But we get one more scene. Yeah. And it's David Kim basically 
um, well, she's saying, she's like, well, I, he's like, well, you wouldn't report that she fell down. And he, and she's like, well, I didn't think, I wouldn't think that she would survive a 50 foot fall after five days and also five days without water. And then he's like, okay, well then, then what happened? And she's like, well, David Kim decided to turn the car around because he realized it had stormed like the first couple of days. So, so she it, didn't go. It had only been, she didn't go five days without water. She'd only went a couple of days, days, you know? So they're like, oh my God, maybe she could still be alive. And so they like race against the clock and get to the mountain and go down there and look for her. And they find her. She's alive. She's alive. Margo is alive. And, you she's know. She's busted up and she's hurt, but she is fucking alive. She's alive. And By the skin of her teeth. Yeah. She gets the treatment that she needs. She's re- rehabilitated. You know, she's still in a wheelchair because of obviously everything falling. Might be like breaking her like neck or like spine or something um but yeah but that that kind of changes like the outcome for her for for de- the detective because since she isn't dead that is true she's probably not gonna spend a long time in jail she's not maybe like five years damn that's crazy for all of that shit that she did if she would have ended up dying like this is probably the best way that this could have turned out for her because yeah thank god this all would have been like different and she would have been found dead oh yeah it would have been even worse exactly so maybe you know they can have a happy ending but won't be for a couple of years yeah (laughs) but anyways that's it that's searching that's the movie searching 2018 it really surprised me how much i enjoyed it because like i was telling david like a lot of movies like this don't show like the internet interface very Mm -hmm. well they don't like portray it in a good way or like a realistic way but this is totally realistic it feels real. It's done very well. And I really like it. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it myself. Um, feels like something we could do. Yeah. Kind of, right? It was just like, it was a very interesting way that it was filmed. And I don't know. I liked it. <laughs> like, if there's any way that you can find out about people, it's by searching their fucking computer. Ooh, don't search my boobs. <laughs> Don't search my Literally, it would be so bad. <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoyed that movie. And like I said, I might need to watch it like a second go just to like maybe appreciate it a little bit more. But it was good. That This is the first movie that we've done that I haven't seen beforehand. That's nice. Yeah, so I kind of went into it like not knowing too much about it. Um, yeah, I definitely liked it. Okay, so maybe we should go over like a little bit of trivia. Definitely. Let me see. Let me see here. I want to know it all. So, for the German, Spanish, French, Russian, Italian, and Portuguese versions of the movie, (laughs) every TV, phone, computer screen was recreated in its respective language, as well as every typing sequence, keystroke by keystroke. Whoa, that sounds... That's uh, intense! Time-consuming, I'll say that. I know, right? I never even thought about that. Because obviously it wouldn't be the same. Yeah. Like, um... You can't just throw this here in fucking like Russia. Like caption with, or whatever. Yeah. yeah or with captions. it only being just English. I'd be like, huh? <laughs> um, oh, wow. The film took just 13 days to shoot. However, it took two years to make due to prep, editing, and animating. Yeah, I could see that because a lot of it was pretty much just like the interface. A lot of it was the editing process mm-hmm. for sure. Hmm. Okay. Since we talked about Unfriended a lot during the watching of this. 
Since this movie takes place on a mock, a mock computer screen, just like a previous film, Unfriended 2014, there is a small nod to that movie during the very first Facebook scene. The name Laura Barnes, a character from Unfriended, appears on the top right screen as a trending topic. It was shown very briefly. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I didn't notice that. That's funny. Unfriended was like, okay. I've seen like the first Unfriended. I know there's like a second one too. The first one was like fun. It's a fun watch. Yeah. But it's not like anything to write home about. Yeah, it's not like mind-blowing, like groundbreaking or anything. <laughs> um, oh, interesting. In the movie, David Kim works at a company called AppInsure Incorporated. AppInsure is a real company, one that was co-founded by the director Anish Shiganti's father, Sri Giganti, who is a CTO there. Okay. Interesting. (laughs) Oh, in the film's final scene, a Spotify window contains a track by Torin Barodell, the film's composer. I feel like there's so many Easter eggs in this movie. Like little things that, that you would never notice. Yeah, this is the directorial debut of Anish Shiganti. This was the film debut of Michelle La, who is Margot Kim. <laughs> when, David, when David is searching for info on Detective Vic, one of the links mentions her previous cases are the Old Man Marley murders and Harry Marv robberies, both references to, the home, to home Alone, 1990. Oh, I was like, who, what? <laughs> That's basically it. There's like not much. <laughs> not much trivia today. <laughs> but anyway, that's it. I knew this would be like kind of a short episode because this movie is like a very specific type of movie to go through. There is something interesting that you didn't mention earlier. What? Um, that this film is one of the first like films to have an Asian American lead like on the big screen. That's fucking crazy. Which is crazy to think that about. That is crazy. Innocent. Yeah, I mean this whole movie is Asian Americans other than Deborah Messing, Deborah Messing and like the kids who yeah. kind of come into play a little bit that's crazy like, like 2018 the... no I like it though representation and now we got us. like Parasite up in that bit <gasps> Parasite oh uh, that needs bad to the list too I seriously need to watch it I have not seen it still oh my have gosh have you seen it no I've only I heard good things about you. it I want to watch it with you I want to watch it with you let's go to a meeting Let's go on a movie date. We went on a movie date today. We did. It was fun. We got drunk and now I kind of have a headache. Oh my gosh. I'm like... Are you like exhausted? <laughs> I'm like no, so... No, I'm like, like good right now. I'm like, I need a nap. You <laughs> need a little nappy nap. Um, but yeah, so that was movie date. That was movie date. Biscuits. Biscuits. See biscuits um, later. Well, we need to plug our shit. Plug our shit? Plug our stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So you guys definitely follow us on Instagram at Movie Date Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at The Movie Date Pod. Uh-huh. Follow us on what is the other like social media that we have? Facebook. Facebook. Follow us at Movie Date Podcast or at The Movie Date Pod. Um, and definitely hit us up in our emails at Movie Date Pod at Yahoo. Yeah. So bad at yahoo.com <laughs> movie date podcast at yahoo.com or movie date pod at yahoo.com either we or them both up. we have both like little screen names domains whatever um but yeah so please yeah. reach out if you want like if you have any questions if you have any recommendations if you just want to like shit talk us yeah or like send like a love letter or like hate we would mail. love that I would love it. I would love to read them on. I would love a love letter. Stacey would like some hate mail. So yeah, bitch, send it, bitch. We'll see what happens, bitch. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, thank you so much for listening. 
And we'll see you next week. All right, bye. Bye. Next week on Movie Day Podcast. Forever alone in a crowd, failed comedian Arthur Fleck seeks connection as he walks the streets of Gotham City. Be sure to tune in next week, February 4th, as we cover 2019's Joker.